solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum. Welcome, everyone, to another episode. I'm Molly. And I'm Alex. And, and this, this is... Matthew Marauders. Mapping the Marauders. Potter Watch. Potter Watch presents yeah. Mapping the Marauders. Yes. Um, you'd think we would have this down because, spoiler alert, this is a re-record. I gotta... Oopsie poopsie. Yeah, I just own up to my my small part in all of this. <laughs> When given the option of how to record last week, I said, I just want my video and audio to be recorded. There might have been some mishap with reading involved. Um, <laughs> I did think about just sending Alex the vi- the audio and being like, could you just fill in? <laughs> Based on how I'm responding, which some of it is just, uh-huh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would have been really easy for me because as we know, I have an excellent memory for exactly what I've said. But we have gotten smarter and we have been taking notes while we record. Um, so we're just going to go through our notes um, and re-remember what we said and give you all basically the episode, but just... We're just not going to pretend like we're recording it for the first time because we've done that before and it just, it's a lie. We, we're living on a lie that way. Living on a lie. A living life on a prayer. On a prayer. <laughs> we're just a prayer and a lie away, you know? Wolf. Wolf. <laughs> okay. Like snow on the beach. Um, we will be interrupting this broadcast next week with a special radio hour. Give us one guess what it is. Yeah. Uh, you got to listen to it late at night. <laughs> <laughs> Only werewolves come out at midnight. Mm-hmm. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're doing season two, episode two. Uh. Uh, the Intervention of Sirius Black. Hmm, is that what we called it? Just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. She kids. She jokes. She kids. Um, we're going to go on a fun, it's a fun, mostly fun episode. Somewhat fun. We do a lot of Quidditch. We have a lot of Quidditch. Oh, yeah. Now I remember this episode. <laughs> um, just sing the Celine Dion Meatloaf song. It's all coming back to me now. Wow, the the setup for that joke was a plus. I didn't know where we were going. Twists and turns. I don't know what's worse, the fact that I said it or the fact that I'm stealing that joke from my algebra teacher from middle school. I think we should have left it on the high of you invented it yourself. I think it gets sadder. It's certainly sadder that you stole it from your middle school algebra teacher. Shout out, Ms. Weeder. <laughs> Linda. Linda, Linda Hoppa. Okay, anyway. Um let's let's spin a little tale for you. When you were young, plays it's the opening credits. 
we're we're seeing our boys. And then James and Dorcas Meadows are practicing for the Gryffindor Quidditch trials. Dorcas is like trying to be chaser. So she is like getting warmed up. She's flying around. Um, but there's some other people out on the pitch. Aren't there, Molly? Aren't there some other people? Yes. In order to get really prepared, they pulled out all the stops, got the best uh, teammates in their year and that would consent to participate. And that yeah. would be Sweet Lily as keeper, the dynamic duo that is known as Marlene and Peter as beaters. <laughs> and then in the stands, the best cheerleaders of them all. And honestly, the smartest ones there are Remus and Mary, who have refused to participate. They are reading in the stands. <laughs> yeah, reading. Exactly. And James is also obviously practicing, but he's he's a wee bit distracted. He's got some distraction in him. I don't know if we know, if we all remember, Alex, what's happening there. I remember. Now I'm in it, okay? <laughs> James is a little distracted because Sirius is still not really talking to him. So as we watch the practice, as we watch Dorcas, like, get the ball uh, and uh, try and, like, shoot it through the hoop, what we see actually is Lily get as far away from blocking the ball as possible. She's a little scared of it. Sure. And so Dorcas is yelling. She's like, Lily, are you kidding me? And then she's mad at Peter and Marlene because they were supposed to be blocking her, but instead they rammed into each other. And then, and so Dorcas is like, Oi, Lupin, McDonald's, you guys want to sub in? And they're like, actually, we're fine. <laughs> yeah, we can see here. We can see from here. Hmm, so nice to watch. And then she's like, James, can you like take place for Lily so we can? And then she sees that the snitch is hovering right by James's head and he's not at all practicing for trials, which is the whole point of this. He could so, at the very least be doing one of these other parts because. Right. They, if he's not going to even do his part, then he could be helping Dorcas. And so Dorcas basically flies over to him and smacks him on the back of the head. And it's like, like, what's up, dude? But so basically what we have is James is super distracted. And we, the the viewer, are aware that this distraction is because Sirius has been ignoring um, James. And James. like, he's just been like hanging out with the Slytherins and James is like not understanding and doesn't want to understand yeah um but so they they finish up their practice it's early in the morning so they you know return to everyone's favorite spot in hogwarts the great hall for some <laughs> real breakfast and we we get to see our our sweet serious although I don't know how sweet he's being, but he's he's having a great time, honestly. He's hanging out with the Slytherins, making jokes, they're laughing, he's laughing. Yeah, the Slytherin boys like come in 
and not only boys there's a slytherin girl too and they're kind of hanging on serious and he is like telling jokes he's a good um he's like popular and as soon as he walks in when oh sorry when serious walks in like with his gaggle of slytherins telling jokes shooting the shit james like fully like remember that funny scene when Ginny walks in late to Slughorn's Christmas party and Harry's the only one that stands and it's really embarrassing <laughs> that's what happens when Sirius walks in with the Slytherins James stands up um oh no did we do that in the yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say that's in the first he's like pouting he's like so, like, James or Sirius is, like, there with the Slytherins holding court. They're giggling. They're laughing. They're having a great time. As you said, what's her name? Trina is, like, all over him. Um, and James is just, like, deflated at this He's going to snit about it. Yeah, sure. he's, like, pouting. His quidditch isn't going well. Peter is, like, doesn't know what to do for his best friend. Right. Peter is, like, also giving Sirius a dirty look because he's like, how could you dare treat um, James, my best friend, this way? Um, And Remus is, as always, keeping abreast of the whole situation. Yeah, he's He's keeping a close up. He sees what's going on. Yeah. Um, And... um, I would say nothing is bringing Dorcas down right now. She is, adrenaline is pumping. She's, like, eating, like, the calories of, like, three people. She's just trying to, like, really bulk up. (laughs) And she's, like, uh, we we get an image of her at the table, like, looking over, like, old Quidditch um, things. And, like, Marlene is, I think, playfully teasing her, like, actually like I think you got this fact wrong this is actually 30 points and Dorcas freaks out and she's looking at her books and Marley and she sees Marlene laughing and she's like that's not funny not this funny. is this is serious this is Quidditch <laughs> um and then we we cut to um we're back in the common room it's that night you know, we, we don't have tryouts yet. This was just, like, the day before or something like that. Yeah, and we at, we hear Peter snoring. We see um, Remus is, like, light. His, like, lamp candle lit. Is, his candle light is on. <laughs> and he's, like, reading. And we see James staying up quite late to wait. Um, on Sirius and then um, as soon as we hear Sirius like open the door to come in we see um, James like blow out his light and then like get under the covers and pretend that he's been asleep this whole time and Sirius just doesn't look at anybody just um, uh, gets uh, who is four poster yeah, and, 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 and closes his curtains. But again, we really end on on Remus. Remus got a keen eye on the whole situation. He's like, all is not good in the Gryffindor boys' dorm. But another thing that like we kind of note is that Sirius 
has like kind of a deep breath like he's just like released all this like stress a little bit because what we're intuiting behind the scenes is that putting on this like I'm really funny like I'm the life of the party guy is kind of exhausting for him because he is a little bit of an act with the Slytherins. Yeah, for sure. We're reading, but we're all seeing that between the lines. Am I right? Yeah, that's what the actor's doing. <laughs> you know, we get it. We're all watching the same thing. Right. Um, new character alert. New character alert. Bring, bring. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, we are in rare form today. Um, <laughs> I'm on my second cup of tea, but it's decaf. Good lord, what was that? That was the most English sentence you've ever said. Look, I'm old. I have to get up early now, like really early. I'm just, I have to live my second cup of tea. We enter into one of our favorite places in the Harry Potter universe, the Dance Against the Dark Arts classroom. And obviously, there's a new teacher this year. He's turned around. He's like, you know, he, it's not the biggest thing in the world that he's handsome, but we know that he's handsome. He's yeah. wearing flashy clothes. And he turns around and he says, name's Jack, but you can, my friends call me Jinx. He's Irish. I can't do an Irish accent. You're going to have to use your imagination. Uh, my name's Jack, but you can call me Jinx. Thank you, Molly. You're welcome. <laughs> it was perfect. I, I have no notes. Um, he's like what Quirrell was supposed to be. Like, has done some traveling, has like really gotten into like seeing the world and trying to like, kind of also like in the Newt's Commander field. Yeah, he's like a cross between what like Newt is and what yeah what Coral was supposed to be like this well-traveled kind of like cool teacher he's like he's, that cool TA you had in like one class in college mine was named Morgan and he was the TA for my <laughs> science of water class he had just gotten back from like a year in Africa so huh. I'm sure okay. we're all remembering our own Morgan slash jinx <laughs> Um, for all my Drag Race fans out there, anytime we say Jinx, I'm just picturing Jinx Monsoon, which is not the image that we are. We mentioned that last time. I know. I just I can't like get it out of my head now. Like I'm only picturing Jinx Monsoon, and you should Google a picture, Ma, just so you can see. Yeah, not what I was picturing. Correct. Like. But the red hair is maybe spot on. Yeah, you know, that's true. For the Irish. For the Irish. Um, also, Jinx is... Um, so we're in DHDA. Whoa. And we're learning about... We're doing creatures. And we're doing a new one. A demiguise. And how to reveal them. So we're learning a new spell. Where you are learning the Rebellios. Spell. And he introduces Todd. This is his friend Todd, the Demi Guys. It's his best friend. <laughs> you would think that the Demi Guys' name would be Jinx and his name would be Todd, but you'd be wrong. That's not what the case is. 
the Demi guys' name is Todd. We'll be taking no questions or suggestions at this time. Take it up with our producers. <laughs> um, and so he's taught them. We get a sort of like pass through of him like teaching them the spell. And then they're... Um, Think Bogger montage. Exactly Bogger montage. Because he's going to have them line up and like try and like Rodelio the Jinx one at a, I mean, sorry, the demiguys one at a time. And obviously, Lily, she kills, she's, she's killing the game. She gets it first try. Um, and not everyone is as adept at it as her. Unfortunately, our friend Mary comes up to bat and she she's struggling. She can't do it. The Demi guys is getting like irritated and um and poor Jinx has to like let Mary down and be like, well practice it like in your dorm and then like maybe next um next class it'll go better for you. Like he's nice about it, but yeah. he's like not so subtly being like, we have to move on to yeah. someone else. Or like, you know, you can go again at the end if we have time. Right. That kind of situation. And then and- Lupin gets up to bat and the demi guys like low key freaks out at Remus. Like screeches, like goes from invisible to not invisible, runs like, away. Flashing. Um, and Jinx is like, oh, that's weird. He usually only does this, like, around other creatures, like, when he feels threatened. He must just be, like, tired from all of the activity. (laughs) So, uh, I think Jinx probably hasn't been told or hasn't put two and two together that Lupin is the werewolf kid that the faculty, like, warned him about. Hmm. I forgot about that. You know, do you think that only Dumbledore knows that, like, Dumbledore didn't even tell the other person? No, I think the whole faculty knows. Maybe then, uh, maybe Jinx is, like, doing a really good job of, like, keeping it cool, keeping it kosh. I I think he, like, forgets. And then he, like, he's, like, as, and he sort of dismisses the class. And then he's, like, looking at his roster like, he, like, nonchalantly, like, says that thing about the animals, and then he goes and looks at his roster and realizes that, and he asks, like, if Lupin can stay behind. And we don't see that scene, yeah. but, but, yeah, that is something that happened. Also going on, like, during the class, Ames is normally, like, sitting with Sirius, and they are, like, sitting together, and James is, like, trying to, like, you know, in- indulge in, like, hijinks and stuff like that. Is trying to get serious to do it with him. And he just kind of blows off James. He's not, like, being, like, necessarily mean or, like, ignoring him. He's just, like, not doing their... Engaging work. in the conversation. And he's saying things like, oh, I, I, I'm, like, trying to listen yeah. to the teacher. Which is just, like, does that sound, like, serious to you? No. No. And then at the end, Lily's also, like, trying to help Mary. And so she's, like, suggesting, like, maybe doing a study hall and inviting Sev to help. And Mary's, like, kind of disgruntled because she, I think she's feeling a little threatened by how, like, good Lily is at everything. And she's just feeling down on herself. And it's sad. Yeah. Mary. 
And then I think, yeah, Mary kind of says something like under her breath, like, yeah, you don't need a study hall. Like, why would you need a study hall? But I think Lily is taking like the upper hand and is like sidestepping um, Mary's comments and being like, I think we should do the study hall anyway. Yeah. Um, James just can't, he just can't let this stuff go with Sirius. So we're kind of jumping in time a little bit and we're back. We're back in the common room and Sirius is not there yet. James and Peter are like pacing by the fireplace and Remus is pretending to read a book in the corner and not engaging whatsoever in what's about to happen. (laughs) In fact, I believe if you looked at Lupin a little too long, you'd see his head just, like, shaking imperceptibly because he knows that this can't possibly be um, the right tact to use with Sirius at this time. But James has had enough. Yeah, and if we haven't made it clear, Peter has positioned himself as James's best friend and feels very much the need to back James up. Of course. And that is the least helpful thing James needs in any moment is a hype man. <laughs> oh, excellently said, Molly. <laughs> Incredibly put. So the scene has been set. Alex, what happens when Sirius walks in? So Sirius walks in. And I think he said something like offhand, like, ah, it's a party in here or whatever, you know, something cooler than that. I'm an adult and and Sirius is a pretty cool 12 year old. So just keep that in mind. (laughs) Um, And um, I think James like doesn't miss a beat and goes right into like, what's been up with you, dude? Why are you hanging out with the Slytherins? Like, this is ridiculous. You hate them. They're the worst. Blah, 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 blah. And then Peter, as we said before, is like really hyping James up. And it's like, and we've been like waiting up for you. And you have what you, you eat with them now, things like that. And it's like, and as James's best friend, I'm worried about his well-being. <laughs> Um, a lot of like, we're not mad, we're just disappointed energy. Right. And Sirius is thrown off by this. And when I say like, yeah, defensive and gets caught off guard and it's like, you don't know what you're talking about. I hung out with them over break and you know what? I liked it. Like, this is my family, blah, 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 blah. And I think James is like, you shouldn't want to be anything like your family. Your family sucks. And then I think Sirius really gets pissed off and is like, don't say a word about my family. You don't get to, you're not my keeper. You don't get to tell me what to do. And sort of like sidesteps them in a huff and marches up to the dorm room. Meanwhile, well, not meanwhile, now James is also in a huff. And storms off in the other direction out the portrait. And then Peter <laughs> throws himself, a, he throws a little tantrum, stamps his foot, <laughs> but doesn't know where to run off to because now they've gone in different directions. And so he kind of just sits down where he's at on the couch. And then we pan to Remus 
who is now fully shaking his head and has a little smirk. Yeah. <laughs> he, he finds this amusing, this this little scene with Peter here at the end. <laughs> he Maybe he even says, like, did that go well for you guys? <laughs> Do you think that went well? Would you would you like to rank that experience? <laughs> what an asshole. God bless Remus Lupin. Um all right, we're moving along. We have a lot of scenes in this episode, but they're like short. <clears throat> um study hall with the girls, TM and and Steph. And Peter. <laughs> yeah, I forgot Peter's there too. Incredible. <laughs> he he kind of needs it. So I think L- Lily gave him the invite. Um, so Lily is like dressed in her best skirt. <laughs> and she's like, thank you guys for coming to our first annual. You know, Mary's setting, you know, she's got like the books open and she's um she's she's in Hermione mode yeah except it's more it's less like focused on like we have to have this timetable we must study and it's more about the vibe of like organizing the event like she likes to be the organizer yeah um also we meant to say this earlier Severus is like hanging out with the girls more because part of Sirius, like, vibing with the Slytherins is to also, like, poison the well of Snape with them. And, like, they're kind of all bonding around, like, hating Snape. And, yeah, and making fun of Snape, which is um, not Sirius's, like, proudest moment. Like, I'm sure they're probably making fun of, like, his financial situation and him being a little bit of a loner. It's not great. It's not great. Not great. Okay. Um, but yeah, so they're they're doing the homework. Um, they're practicing the Revelio charm. And Snape kind of re- Revelios that he, <laughs> he can make a parchment, like, become invisible, like, disappear. So that way they can practice. Yeah, because Lily, after she got all of her, like... Um, after she organized everything and and she was proud of her event and introduced it she was like oh oh no (laughs) how are we gonna practice reveal charm if we don't have anything that's invisible um and when snape does make the parchment disappear everybody's kind of in awe like they're like um the girls tm like give him the props he's due that's like impressive magic and I think they're like wow thanks so much um and Mary is unfortunately still struggling and Severus is like noticing her struggling and whispers to Lily like it's be it's like the way she's holding her wand and she's like not confident like she needs to like say it with um intention because like a rebellio charm is like very specific you're trying to make something appear that you can't see so you have to like envision that you're seeing it in order to you know whatever some magic voodoo magic mumbo gumbo so um 
so then Lily's like you should tell her that like blah blah, blah. and Severus is like no like it's not you know he he's not he doesn't feel like him and Mary are there <laughs> and I think Lily like encourages him and um and then he does he he helps Mary and Mary can do the spell by the end of the study session and that really gains him points with Marlene um and Mary at the end of his help like hugs him and stuff like that and um I think Lily's gonna like at the end of the study session lock her arms with Sebs and be like thank you like thank you so much for helping her like this is gonna mean so much to her things like that it's really like maybe one of my favorite scenes (laughs) It's a good scene for Seb. I'm gonna be honest. He really helps. Um, and honestly, sprinkling a little bit him becoming a teacher, even though he's a yeah. horrible teacher, the yeah. potential was there once upon a time. Yeah. And he's helping her with defense against the dark arts, so maybe oh. his heart just wasn't in potions. You know, we did that on purpose for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so then, um, we, we don't actually watch Quidditch Trials, but we return to the common room, and, uh, Lily and the girls, TM, and Peter, are, <laughs> Peter's really just without, he's, like, really socialite this season, I think. I think once he got friends, he was like, I have all the friends now. Like, I'm not letting go. <laughs> exactly. Truly, exactly. Um, so they're, like, eagerly awaiting for Dorcas and James to come back from the trials. And we see the current Quidditch team, which I guess is probably, like, five people, maybe four people. Um, I don't know. Um, come back in and they like magic up um, the results onto the bulletin board kind of slowly. Um, well, yeah, Dorcas comes in first. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dorcas comes in first and they're like, they jump on her immediately. It's like, how did trials go? She's like, I think I did really well. I scored, you know, and then the, and then Peter is like, how did James do? <laughs> like, yeah, and also, where is James? Right. Um, and Dorcas is like, well, he, and then that's when the, the, like, current team comes in and they magic it. And Dorcas, like, we look at the, um, we look at the sign sheet and we see Dorcas's name. She has made Chaser and we're like, woo, and we're excited. And then we pan down the list and we see first alternate James Potter. And then we see James walk in the portrait hole and go right to his room. He doesn't even look at the sign. He doesn't even look at the list. Peter's distraught. <laughs> Peter looks as if he's about to cry. And he's like like hand over mouth like they must have done something. Like <laughs> right. This is not acceptable. <laughs> he's like about to say something to the current captain of the Quidditch team. <laughs> like you guys really drop the ball. James is the best 
he doesn't though. He really he hold he reels it in. Um, so not what we all expected, but James's dad did try and prepare him for this. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, and we're ending the episode there, y'all. So I think we can assume, we can infer that what happened with James in his trial is that he was still a little bit distracted about what was going on with Sirius and he didn't perform his best at the trial. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're going to have to deal with the fallout from that next episode, y'all. Stay tuned. Stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum, 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 bum. Wow. <laughs> we pulled it together there at the end. Really? We were rocking and rolling. <laughs>